Today on CityCast Boise, it's been a cold and snowy March, but what does that mean for our reservoirs? Our Hey Boise newsletter editor, Blake Hunter, is here to talk to us about how extra snowpack could impact our city's water supply and could even pull us out of a multi-year drought. It's Thursday, March 30th. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is what Boise is talking about. Hey, Emma. Let's talk about this because March came in like a lion, seems to be leaving like a lion, and it's been so cold and rainy and snowy still. But overall, how did this winter stack up for Idaho? Yeah, so this March definitely was a pretty wet one for Boise. It's actually the 10th snowiest on record for Boise since like records began in the 1890s. Um, And then overall, the winter is just slightly above average. The months of December, January, and February were right around average, and then March kind of pushed us over a little bit. And yeah, I mean, anyone who's been around in Boise during March knows that it hasn't quite been the spring, fun spring month that we wanted it to be. But it overall does hopefully mean good things for the months ahead. Yeah, last March we were in shorts and t-shirts and uh, we went camping last like last March. Uh, but I, it's we're all trying to see the bright side, right? Yeah, during Tree Fort, I kept running into people and we were just like, ah, last Tree Fort. <laughs> <laughs> it felt yeah. like it was hot. And, and this, this Tree Fort, obviously, you know, snow. Um, and during the beginning of March, we did set a record for the most days with snow in a row, um, which is pretty incredible. Yeah. And I think we're all trying to obviously, you know, look on the bright side of this, even though we're ready for some warmth. And I'm wondering, does this mean that Idaho could finally move out of the drought? Yeah. So it is possible. Um, There are a few different uh, factors going into this. So obviously we were sitting at just above average. Um, Our snowpack's looking good, but we, if you remember back, we had a pretty dry January. And then before that, Idaho's had a pretty rough drought the last few years. Um, and so this is like long-term picture, you know, no, no one snowy winter is really going to kind of take us out of this, but it does, it looks at least look like we're on the incline. Um, if you look at the States around us, they're a bit more spotty. There's kind of like more range, like central Oregon is actually in like really extreme drought right now, but most of Idaho is, um, the outlook has at least improved a little bit, but that could definitely change pretty quickly. And so it's it's good news, but, you know, we live in the high desert. And isn't drought kind of normal for us? Like, shouldn't we kind of be used to this at this point? I mean, yes, uh, um, we are. We are a desert. But I think one thing that's different is we have seen this drought the last few years and that kind of fluctuation is normal. But what's happening is that our aquifers are continuously going down um, and overall snowpack is decreasing um, over the over the years. And we keep also setting records for really, really hot summers. So, yes, but also it is getting a little bit more extreme as as we kind of all expect with climate change. Which makes me think of the Treasure Valley's continued sort of, you know, (laughs) extreme growth that's happening. It seems like water is just going to get more and more crucial. So how is Boise going to handle our water moving forward? Yeah, that is a big challenge just because, you know, there for a while we were kind of like, woo, but also sad about uh, Boise being, you know, the 
fastest growing city in the nation. And that's just kind of going to continue being an issue. The city's kind of water utility plan um, that started in 2020, uh, being rolled out in 2020 over the next couple decades, prioritizes a lot of reuse. So filtration, but then also just kind of updating infrastructure and things like that is a big issue. Um, we just saw earlier this week Veolia, the water utility company that kind of distributes uh, the majority of Boise and the Treasure Valley's water, is asking to increase how much they charge for their services. Pretty substantially, right? Like 24%? 24%, which, yeah, I, I just don't know enough about that to kind of get in the weeds about it, but I know that a lot of people are pretty upset about it. Oh, luckily, Blake. Uh... Oh, do you have thoughts about this, Emma? <laughs> yeah, so last year they did the same thing and they welcomed comment on it and they got a ton of letters and testimony and stuff for people being like, this will actually be a huge hardship for me. Um, you know, a 24% uh, increase is for some people, you know, 8 to $10 a month. But if you have a garden or you're watering bigger mm -hmm. trees and stuff, it can be pretty substantial. And a lot of people are on a fixed income, too. Yeah. So they already tried this last year, got an overwhelming response of, no, don't do that. And now they're reintroducing it kind of being like, uh, in my opinion, like, hey, a new thought, new idea, when really last year people were very adamantly opposed to that. So, interesting. Yeah. It'll be yeah. interesting to see. I, I think people are still very against it, but maybe a little more worn out <laughs> from arguing with other things this year. Yeah, that's interesting because, I mean, as kind of an outsider who has, I mean... I just rent a little apartment. I don't have a ton of skin in the game, but like it does kind of make sense. Like the, the value of water would increase um, the longer we stay in drought, you know, but I also just don't know enough about that to, <laughs> to kind of comment on that. I'm not watering a garden, <laughs> but then the other end of this issue with like tre the treasure Valley's growth is we can have a lot of conversation. We should have a lot of conversation about um, how the city uses water, how various cities and communities use water, but like 80 to 90% of the Treasure Valley's water and even more in other parts of the state, like the Magic Valley, especially the vast, vast majority of water goes to agriculture. Um, oh, really? Even in Boise? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, even in the Treasure Valley, 80 to mm -hmm. 90%. Um, and obviously that's not really going to change a lot. There, you know, there's still farming expansion going on. And so the city can and should be having conversations about how to reuse water. Um, but that conversation also needs to be happening on the agricultural end of things. I know in California and Colorado, they're facing, I mean, really huge issues with that. Is is Idaho at that point as well? Um, yeah, it kind of depends. I mean, obviously, California just has such a huge population, such a huge footprint. And so much ag, like so, yeah. so, so much ag. Yeah, yeah. Just incredible amounts of water being used. But, you know, they did have a really, really wet winter, so hopefully they'll kind of be eased up there. But yeah, it's it's definitely a, an issue that all of the Western U.S. is going to kind of continue having to, having to think about um, as water just gets more and more valuable. I will say just generally our um, snowpack and reservoirs are looking pretty good for this year. Lucky Peak is just below um, what the average capacity is for this time of year and just a tiny, tiny bit below um, what it was last year. And if you remember last year, we had a really, really rainy spring. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, that's interesting because I know a lot of people are like, we've gotten so much moisture. How can Lucky Peak be low? But I think people don't realize that the drought from the last couple of years can make for very dry soil. So it'll soak up yeah. a lot of the runoff. Um, and so our reservoirs aren't getting as full as maybe they would if we had already had water in a few previous years. 
I know last year, Arrow Rock Dam, we drove by it on our way to go camping, and it was the lowest I've ever seen it in my mm. life. It was really terrifying. So it is good. It is, like, encouraging to see that those uh, reservoirs fill up, but we probably shouldn't get cocky, huh? <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess the optimistic spin on that is that we have had a, a fairly cold last few months. So, you know, maybe more of the water is just still being held up in the snowpack. But you are right in that the drought contributes to really dry soil. Um, and in other parts of Idaho, that makes a really, really big difference because it takes a lot of water to try to recharge the aquifers, much less the reservoirs. So, yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to continue to be a big problem here. Well, before we go, of course, a solid snowpack would be, you know, countered by, and I don't even want to, I don't want to put this evil on us, but an extra hot summer again. Do we know what summer is going to look like this year? Not really. Um, It's kind of hard to predict um, as of right now. But generally, I will say that the, you know, fire outlook um, is looking fairly good for most of the Western U.S. Um, The South and kind of some of the areas of the Midwest, um, might be in a bit more trouble than we currently seem to be in. But with the last few summers having been so, so hot um, and setting so many records and just kind of being persistently staying at like high 90s or low 100s level, that doesn't really look like it's going to change significantly. Mm, That's not the answer I wanted at all. (laughs) What about, um, you know, I reported in the Hey Boise newsletter recently about these prescribed fires. Can you tell me anything about that? Yeah, so um, in the there's several different areas in the Boise National Forest um, that over, I, I think they're supposed to be starting pretty soon, but over the next couple months, they're going to be prescribing fires, particularly around like municipalities, different infrastructure, things like that, uh, and as well as like crucial habitats and watersheds to just try to limit um, how much wildfire might spread in later months. Um, so obviously they do this every year, but hopefully that can make a big impact. Well, like as I, I know I want to be hoping for warmer weather, but it sounds like we should be praying for more rain. So thank you for yeah. updating us. <laughs> and everybody, remember, you got to keep conserving water probably indefinitely. So Yeah, true. We yeah. are in a desert. Yep. Yeah, we are always going to be in a desert. All right. Thanks, Blake. Thank you. One more thing before we sign off. The Idaho Press says the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers is planning to increase flows on the Boise River in early April. The idea is to let built-up water through now to reduce the risk of spring flooding. So stay away from the river's edge because officials say the water is, quote, deep, cold, and fast at this time of year. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more local stories from around the city. Bye.